Have you ever had one of those? You know, I've hit rock bottom. Instant coffee kind of mornings. I know, hear me out. You know, where you tear into that packet, hoping no one sees you. You dump its contents right into your mug, and you tell yourself, looking over your shoulder, ah, just this once. Within seconds, you've got something that somewhat resembles coffee, kind of, in a roundabout way. It's really, it's almost like magic, but not the good kind. More like when a magician pulls a rabbit out of a hat, and even the rabbit looks super unimpressed to be there. Some coffee snobs, yes, I'm looking at you, my hipster friends, and actually myself, there are fingers pointing back at me. Some would say that instant coffee is like a a parody of the real thing, right? The rich flavors? Mm, eh, Not really. The aromas? No, not in this cup. But do you ever feel like this sometime? Do you ever feel like you're just going through the motions in a rush, hitting everything instant? Like life is turned into this giant fast forward button, right? Like we're all just hustling to get to the next thing, barely catching our breath, let alone enjoying a nice cup of coffee. Gotta answer that email, gotta post that picture, Gotta pick up this, gotta drop off that, gotta, gotta, gotta. It's intense, it's overwhelming, really. But let me ask, in this mad dash, do you think we might be missing out on the really good stuff? The deep chats with friends, calling your mom more often, yes, guilty here. The spontaneous dancing with the kids in the living room, or the just simple joy of watching the sunset makes you wonder if we're skimming the surface and missing the real richness that life has to offer, right? So let me ask you this. What areas of your life are you settling for instant coffee when you could be savoring a handcrafted espresso? I'm Chad Lawson, and let's calm it down in three Two, one. Hurry sickness. Have you ever heard of this? Hurry sickness. No, it's not some fancy term I made up while daydreaming. It's a real thing that psychologists actually talk about. It's like this itch we have to constantly speed things up. You know what I mean? Like when you're staring down the microwave thinking, come on, why is this popcorn taking forever? Even though it's literally been like, I don't know, a minute. But going back to our coffee chat for a second, a proper takes its sweet time kind of pour over brew. It's like a celebration for your taste buds, right? It has hints of, I don't know, chocolates and berries and even nuts if you get a fancy bean. I used to be a wine director back in the day, so I actually love this kind of stuff. But there's depth to a proper cup of coffee. And life? Well, when you really dig in, it has all these layers and flavors too. But in our mad dash, we're kind of just chugging it down without even tasting it. So what's feeding this? Why? Right? What's feeding this must finish for the sake of finishing that's inside of us 
Well, a lot of people point the fingers to modern technology. I understand that. Everything is just a tap away. We get a buzz from likes and instant messages and all the flashy things that our phones can do. We're so used to the now. We're so used to the immediate, the ASAP. Waiting a bit longer? That's so 15 minutes ago. That's like an eternity, right? But what are we really gaining with all this speed? More importantly, what are we losing? I mean, when was the last time you just sat? And just literally sat? You savored that bite of your sandwich or strolled without counting the steps on your smartwatch and just noticed the flowers popping up or the birds doing their chirp, chirp thing that they do. When we're in this constant state of rush, it just leads to anxiety, to stress. Our minds are in this continual overdrive, just rarely getting the chance to, to rest or even just rejuvenate. We're like that hamster on the wheel that's just running with nowhere to go. So I want to give you some food for thought. You know how a good cup of coffee has all of those under-the-radar flavors that I mentioned? Our relationships are kind of like that, too. There's a lot going on beneath the surface. In that mad dash, we might not catch that little hint of worry in a friend's voice or that sneaky smile that our partner throws our way. Like sipping on a really wonderful cup of coffee too quick, we risk missing all those subtle, wonderful notes of life that life is sending us. Makes you think. So how do we fix this? What do we do about this constant whirlwind of hurry, this hurry sickness? Well, honestly, first we have to address the elephant in the room. Why? Why are we rushing? Is it societal pressure? Is it the fear of missing out? Or perhaps there's like this internal validation that we're seeking to be recognized, you know? Maybe it's that sneaky voice in our head that's wanting the gold star for being the busiest. And to further this thinking, could you actually sit for just a moment? Really? I mean, it doesn't necessarily mean meditating for hours. If you can, that's wonderful. But... It's about being present in whatever we're doing, truly tasting that meal, listening intently in a conversation, or just feeling the wind on our face as we walk. It's okay not to be available 24-7. It's okay to disconnect. Did you hear me? It's okay to step back, to breathe. Because you have to remember, every time we say yes to something, we are inadvertently saying no to something else. Be it some time for rest, be it a hobby, be it some time with loved ones. Every time you say yes to something, you are inadvertently saying no to something else. So, I'm going to share something with you. Now, this is incredibly powerful, but it's also overlooked. Now you may want to write this down. Okay, are you ready? Savoring. Yes, 
savoring. Savor the moment. A buddy of mine, he likes to say, savor every bite of that sandwich. So I'm going to share with you five steps in helping you savor. Five steps in helping you get rid of hurry sickness. So if you have a pencil and a piece of paper or just on your phone, write these down. These five steps may actually change your life. First thing first, schedule sip and savor time. I know it sounds silly, but really block off 15 minutes in your day, just 15. It could be the morning with your coffee, could be during lunch, maybe in the evening after the kids are in bed. This is your time to stop, fully engage with what's around you. Block off 15 minutes in your day. Number two, this is really important. Set the intention. What do you mean? Before you begin, set your intention, your mindset for what you want to focus on. Because if you don't have anything to focus on, that's exactly what's going to happen. You're not going to focus on anything. But set your intention for what you want to focus on. It might be your food, maybe a conversation with a loved one, or simply just the world around you. But during this time of 15 minutes, have an intention of what it is you're wanting to pay attention to. Number three, engage your senses. It's almost like a light switch, right? As you sip your coffee, as you enjoy your meal or engage in this conversation, be really aware like consciously engage all of your senses. What do you see? What do you smell? What, what are the flavors that are hitting your tongue? What is your friend wearing? What is the, the weather like with this conversation? What is the room like? What is the emotion like? What is the feeling like as you're sitting there with your eyes closed and just feeling the wind on your face? Engage your senses. Number four. Pause and reflect. This one's hard. After each sip, after each bite, each sentence in your conversation, take a second to pause. What are you feeling? What are the undercurrents? Can you detect that hint of worry in your friend's voice? Or that spark of joy in their, in their eyes, right? That excitement. Are you being present for that really wonderful news that they're wanting to share with you? Or are you just waiting to say what comes next in your mind? Pause and reflect. Are you enjoying that cup of coffee? Have you had better? Have you had worse? Are you enjoying each bite of what's in front of you? Did you make it with your hands? Or maybe if someone else made it, Think about the time and the effort that they put into making it. Pause and reflect. Number five, record or share. At the end of your 15 minutes, write down or share what you observed and felt during this time. I know it seems like a lot of work, but here's a really important step in doing this. First, you're writing it down 
And so you can always go back and you can look at it. You can say, oh, that's right. I remember that conversation. Or I remember I had that cup of coffee in that place I'd never been to before. And so instantly you're bringing yourself back to that moment. But you're also beginning to engage in steps that allow you to be present. Was there a subtle nuance in the coffee that you've never noticed before? Did your friend share something that was really meaningful that this is the first time they ever opened up to you? Did you miss it? I hope not. Record or share. So those are the five steps. Now, I know I said five, but I actually have one more. And consider this uh, a bonus, like the, the cherry on top of the ice cream, if you will. Are you ready? Think yourself. What? What do you mean? That seems kind of odd. Think yourself. Take a moment to express gratitude toward yourself for stopping the world, taking 15 minutes, and just being mindful and really engaged. Think about that first sip of a perfectly made coffee or tea. You're not chugging it. You're paying attention. You're taking a moment. You're feeling the warmth and tasting all the flavors. Because that's what life is like. It's the chuckles from the kids when you tell a really great dad joke. Or the cozy feel of a, a friend's hug. Or just zoning out to a beautiful sunset while your dog snores at your feet. Thank yourself. Thank yourself for taking the time to notice, because these are the moments that stick. They make everything feel right in the world. And thank yourself for noticing them, for savoring those moments. Speaking of savoring, the good things in life and finding joy in the moment, I want to share a little bit about my recent journey with wine. Now, some of you may know, I used to be a wine director, and I've always been pretty particular about my choices. I love finding those esoteric ones that no one knows about. And recently, I came across an experience, actually, that left me quite shocked. I've always been a big fan of bold reds, and while I thought it was always my go-to, well, after becoming a member of First Leaf, I discovered a newfound love some amazing white wines and even a delightful rosé. And they even introduced me to a South African red, which I was super excited about because I love South African reds. And right now, who doesn't need a glass of wine? First Leaf makes it so easy to get personalized wine delivered on my schedule straight to my door talking about not having to hurry, but there's no more maze-like aisles and wine stores, no more guesswork. It's wine exploration, tailored to my taste. And the convenience? Psh, come on. I get to pick the delivery day, so I never miss a shipment. Now, for all of you who are nodding along with me, thinking about how you could use a glass of wine right now, especially one that matches your palate, I've got something special for you. Give your palate what it really wants with First Leaf. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com backslash com and you can sign up to receive your first six hand-curated bottles for just $44.95. That's incredible. That's, again, tryfirstleaf, 
T-R-Y-F-I-R-S-T-L-E-A-F.com slash com, C-A-L-M. Trust me, it's a game changer. You'll be super happy to be sitting on that porch with a glass of wine, savoring the moment that you're in. Now, with that being said, let's head back to Bean. So when was the last time you did something? No rush. No timer. No agenda. Hmm. Felt great, right? I mean, can you pull up a memory where you were super in the moment, just soaking it all in? How can we sprinkle more of those golden moments in our everyday? As we close, I want to go back to the instant coffee. It serves a purpose, of course. And, I mean, full transparency, I actually travel with some because you never know what's going to be available when you travel the world. But instant coffee, it's, it's quick. And on some days, it might just be what you need. But it shouldn't be our everyday choice. You know, life, it's not meant to be instant. It's meant to be rich. It's meant to be full. It's a, it's a rich brew of life experiences and flavors and highs and lows and everything in between. Think about those favorite moments I just mentioned. Those memories that you cherish that make you smile every time you think about them. Were you hurried? Or were they times you paused and you breathed in deeply and let the world move around you while you stood still, soaking it all in? It's in those moments of pause that life really happened. But in our pursuit of more and faster, I don't want to forget the value of less and slower. I don't want to strive for efficiency. I hate that word. I'm going to do an episode on it, but I'm going to strive for depth, not just for speed, for substance. Because at the end of this journey, it won't be the number of tasks that we've checked off on our to-do list that'll matter. But those golden memories and the people that you made them with. So this week, Next time you're about to grab that instant coffee, maybe make the time for brewing a pot. Feel the warmth in your fingers. Get a whiff of that rich, can't mistake it for anything else kind of smell. And just take a minute. With each sip, remind yourself that life, with all of its messy, gorgeous chaos, it deserves a pause button every now and then. Cut yourself some slack. Take a second. And just be. So I'm going to leave you with a final challenge this week. Okay? Let's do it. I'll do it if you do it with me. Let's do it together. This is really hard. I know some of you are already panicking as I'm about to say this. This week, let's take a digital detox day. Even if the idea seems a bit overambitious, maybe not a full day, maybe just a few hours. <laughs> Disconnect from the screens, silence your phone, shut down the laptop, and disconnect from that constant pinging notifications. And instead, immerse yourself in the tangible world around you. Read a physical book, strike up a conversation with a neighbor, or even just sit quietly with your thoughts. Put a timer on your phone 
for just two minutes. Just two minutes. Hit start and then close your eyes and just sit there and appreciate the moment. The reason why we do the timer is so we won't be staring at the phone to see how much time is left, but you will be amazed how quickly two minutes goes by and then even more amazed how great you feel after. Experience the world without the digital rush and reconnect with the simpler, the quieter moments. I'd love to hear how this experience changes your week. Let's do it together. Okay, will you take on this challenge? I'm going to try it. Let me know how it goes. I'd be really curious. But the thing is, the best things in life, they're not instant. They require time, patience, and a lot of love. So the next time the world feels like it's spinning a little too fast, remember the wisdom in a cup of coffee. Take a moment. Take a breath. Take a moment to calm the world around you. Enjoy what's in your cup of life. Stay present. Cherish the the now. For me, well, I'm going to go make a cup of coffee and check in on life. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And I hope you'll join me again next time as we... Calm it down. To find more episodes of Calm It Down, see where I may be appearing in your area, or to simply want to know where to send me some chocolate chip cookies, visit calmitdownpodcast.com. This podcast was written and produced by yours truly. Chad Lawson, composer, pianist, and nationally recognized Sweet Tooth. The views, expressions, and techniques in this episode are of my personal opinion and not intended, nor should they, serve as a substitute for medical advice or diagnosis rendered to you by your individual doctor or other healthcare provider. Only a licensed physician should evaluate your situation provide a diagnosis, or render other medical advice to you. And you should only act upon the advice of this physician. Now, I'm an extreme empath by nature, but my profession is that of a composer and pianist, not a licensed therapist or a physician. I hear from thousands of listeners how my music has helped them through various stages of emotional needs, and I simply want to offer this in future podcast episodes to aid those needs. So to find a list of licensed professionals in your area, please visit CometDownPodcast.com. And if you've enjoyed today's episode, please leave a review, or better yet, share it with a friend. While it takes less than 60 seconds to do, its impact will last for years to come as every little bit helps in growing the awareness and the importance of mental and emotional health. Thank you for listening. Thank you for living. And until next time, be kind to your mind and join me again as we calm it down.